So a situation that's becoming more and more common in today's day and age is um, the the question of whether Christians should use preferred pronouns yeah. if they go against the obvious gender of the person. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, we um, I know I've I've had this at work in different situations, not my current job, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, situations where someone will come up to you and be like, oh, I actually want you to call me this now. And so me as a Christian, I think to myself, okay, well, you're obviously not that. So this feels untrue. Yeah. But at the same time, Christians are supposed to be loving and I don't want to just make you feel bad for the sake of making you feel bad. So yeah. Or even like there's like the gender neutral Right, like yeah. plur- plural pronouns, like right. they, so like I you identify as multiple, you identify as a whole group of people, or yeah. um, that's not what it means, obviously, but it's, it's it doesn't make sense grammatically, or the Zers, or there's all kinds of Since the pronouns. start of this video, there's like probably a hundred yeah, new. new ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So yeah. how do we approach that? Well, I want to just give some really simple principles for approaching this topic. Three simple principles mm-hmm. that I think will guide us in this in this topic. The first principle is to love your neighbor. Okay, and this is a very simple principle, but be careful when you're dealing with someone who is, you know, demanding this. Don't just treat the person as if they are a political debate. Right. <laughs> like this is a real person who, for some reason, thinks that they'll be happier if everyone else mm-hmm. confirms something other than that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very sad thing. It's a very tragic thing, and there are people who you're who, dealing with someone who's been obviously lied to. Yeah. Yeah, because there are people that like power trip for sure, and they like they want to do this because they have an agenda. But there are a lot of people that just have been lied to their whole life, yeah. and they really believe that this is going to make them happy, and that if you were to oppose them in this or say that's not true, mm-hmm. that you are the cause of violence against yeah. them, even in many cases. So it's really hard. So, but love them, be merciful to them, care about them. But of course, we need to let God define what love is. Right. So Leviticus nineteen seventeen is really the kind of the seminal verse on love mm-hmm. in terms of the commands in, your, in the scripture, right? It's where it's, we hear, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. But we often don't read is what comes before. Leviticus nineteen seventeen says, you shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor, mm-hmm. lest you incur sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, mm-hmm. but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Yeah. So he says at the beginning, don't hate, and at the end, love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. But he defines what love or what the opposite of hate would be. He says, you shall reason frankly with your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So be honest with them. In the New American Standard, he, they translate that, rebuke your neighbor. Rebuke your neighbor. So when your neighbor's in sin, rebuke them. So speak truthfully to them in a way that is going to be tough for them to hear, right? Being frank and open and honest is very difficult. Yeah. But it's love means you will be truthful to that person. Mm -hmm. So the first principle is to love your neighbor. The second principle, which stems out of it, Mm -hmm. is don't lie. Yeah. Don't lie. And again, uh, love is defined, at least in part, by being truthful. These are not, not opposite virtues. It's not like you got to choose but you're going to be truthful or be loving. Mm-hmm. It's that you cannot be loving without giving truth to people, right. without speaking the truth. So if you're lying to somebody, you are encouraging them on a path to destruction. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. In other words, he's saying, Woe to those who invert obvious truths. Yeah. 
It's a very serious thing, and it is lying, and it's not good. Mm-hmm. So if you are participating in that and telling someone something that is untrue is true, mm-hmm. then you are one of these kinds of people. Right. And that's very serious. And, and you're affirming their sin pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you're not affirming them. You're affirming their sin, right? Because yeah. that's not who they are. Right. First um, Corinthians thirteen six is very helpful. It says, love does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Mm-hmm. So love rejoices in what is true. So if somebody wants you to lie to them, that's not an option if you love them. Mm-hmm. You can't participate in lies because that is definitionally the opposite of love. Yeah. So these, these are some super important verses. And then we can also go to Romans one thirty two. Romans one thirty two, where Paul says, Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Right. So it's it's a tragic thing to engage in sin yourself, but in a sense it's even more tragic to encourage or condone sin in other people. Right. So we have to be so careful to live in the truth and to only speak what is true. And I would say that absolutely includes how we use pronouns. And whether we're saying to someone, oh, you're actually the opposite gender of what you are. Right. That's not a loving or helpful action because it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, going back to Leviticus where it's talking about um, you, you shall reason frankly with your neighbor. Right. I, I even think about the idea of like there are multiple ways to convey the same information. Yeah. Right. I I could just come at someone in anger and like waving my finger at them and all that yelling. Or I can do it in, in a reasonable way and explain to them calmly, like, hey, like, I don't want to do that because God has better for you in yeah. your life, you know? And, and that's actually being loving, even if they don't like it, right? They're not necessarily going to like what you have to say, or they're not necessarily going to like the fact that you don't use the preferred pronoun, right? Yeah. And, and that's something we should also be prepared for. Yeah, we, that, we should expect that. People... Mm-hmm. People don't like to hear the truth very often, um, you know. I, I but it's it's amazing to me how sometimes we've already made a decision of how someone's going to respond before we even say the truth to them. Yeah, you know, I I was um, I had an acquaintance who was, you know, uh, a man who believed he was a woman and went mm-hmm. through all the surgeries and all this stuff, and I, you know, I'd see him at the coffee shop. He'd always want to talk to me, and. I didn't know his real name. Mm-hmm. He said his name was Veronica, so I just called him Veronica. Mm-hmm. But uh, one, you know, he knew I was a Christian. We talked about faith a lot, all these things. And one day he asked me, "So you think that what how I live is sinful?" And I was like, "Are you talking about that you you know are behaving like a woman?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, yes. You know, I believe that there's a way God's created us." And we kind of just talk talk through it. And mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised at how it wasn't a blow up. It wasn't this big thing. It was just right. he. It, people see how you live, they, they mm-hmm. see what you believe in mm-hmm. that's of course going to you know be in line with your view of reality as well. Yeah. So I think, you, and I think you can, um, you know, approach that in a way for a lot of people that they're going to hear it yeah. and hear it honestly and not end the relationship over it. Yeah. But I mean, let's be real. A lot of people will end the relationship over it. Well, yeah, yeah it's very true. And, and we don't want to, we don't want to make an idol 
out of being liked, you know, and and people thinking we're so cool and hip and all this stuff. No, like we ultimately are going to bow down to God's word and what he says. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's a, there's a way to harmonize the two of those. Absolutely. So, so yeah, that that leads us to a third principle, which is don't cause unnecessary offense. Yeah. And that, that thing is there, uh, there is very often a necessary offense that Mm -hmm. has to be given. Yeah. So if someone says to you directly, do you think I'm a woman? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at a man. You you cannot say mm-hmm. they they're a woman. I'm right. sorry, you cannot say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be hurting them, harming them. And will you offend them? Absolutely, in many cases. Mm-hmm. But there are unnecessary offenses that we can avoid, and it's wise mm-hmm. to avoid those. Right. So if somebody says, "I prefer you know these pronouns," you need to use them of me. Does <clears throat> it going to be helpful if you're like? You know, instead of saying she, you're like he, you know, and you're making this big thing of it every time mm-hmm. you, you're going out of your way to point that out. I, probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not. So I don't think wisdom yeah. would dictate that you necessarily need to act that way. Romans 12, 18 is a, is a helpful guideline in a lot of areas of life, mm-hmm. but definitely in this where, um, where Paul says, if possible, as so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. So live peacefully with all is the command, but there's two modifiers there, right? If possible. Mm-hmm. And so far as it depends on you. So is it possible? Can can you do something that is in your control to be at peace with this person? Then you should do it. Yeah. But lying is not on the table. Right. So so yeah, so don't let offense be defined by the world either, right? Mm-hmm. And don't let that determine how you act. Um, you do what God has called you to do and leave the results to God. Say, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to engage in that, and I'm going to try to love this person to the best of I can within how God says I should love them, and I'm going to trust that God can do his work in this person's life. And I guess the fourth principle we should add is pray. Yeah. Pray. God changes hearts all the time, so if that person is in your life, then God's given them someone who's called to pray for them and to love them through that, because ultimately only God can change their hearts. 